You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Great to be chatting with you again today. And you, Richard Sweatman. How are you, brother? Very good. Very That's good. Yeah. Good. Enjoying the cold weather, actually. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's been all right. I like, uh, <laughs> I like that change. Yeah, I, I don't mind a bit of a seasonal change either. Um, but, Richard, there has been more feedback about apples. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So we spoke about Royal Galas and my deep love for them as mm-hmm. an apple. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I acknowledge that Ruth had messaged in and said, no, Granny Smith's all the way. But <laughs> I actually have, cr- I have now got a following in terms of someone else agrees with me that Royal Gala is the best. And I'm just going to read this little um, email I got from Mel. Here it is. Yeah. When I was a uni student, wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and still learning how to grocery shop, I found the apple aisle puzzling. By instinct, I'd go with the Pink Lady variety, but I did often ponder the other choices. One day at Jasmine Shops, I was casually inspecting the Pink Lady apples at a pace of someone who has much higher time-to-money ratio than I do now, and I was approached by a middle-aged man. He had a thick accent and a sincere tone. He told me not to buy the Pink Lady apple, and he told me I should buy the Royal Gala apple instead. He said they were much better quality and more affordable than he was often on his way. I listened to his advice and picked up a Royal Gala. My life changed forever that day. I exclusively what? enjoy Royal Gala apples to this day and I've never looked back. That is all. Regards a fellow hashtag Team Royal Gala fan. <laughs> wow. What a great uh, message to receive. <laughs> I just felt very affirmed but I also loved, I can imagine that moment where you're sitting there and someone just drops some wisdom on you about what kind of apple mm. you should pick. I would totally appreciate that. Man, I'm torn now because I am really quite enjoy Pink Ladies but I'm worried am I missing out here? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling... Uh, feeling like I need to revisit my Apple choices. And I'm feeling successful in having persuaded you to feel a little discomforted about the <laughs> position. <laughs> but here's the question that I, I thought after I got that message from Mel. Yeah. You're a guy who buys strange things, you know, yeah. things that you have to tell the checkout guy what you're buying because um, he <laughs> yes. doesn't know how to price it properly. Oh, Do yeah. you ever look across at someone and say, I just really want to give them some advice about what they're picking right now? Uh, it's a good question, uh-huh. but... No, uh, I, I, I'm, yeah, I could, uh, I could watch anything in a supermarket and just let it go. <laughs> in fact, I have to stop myself from judging what's people's in people's trolleys. Has that ever happened to you? You're no, standing behind someone with like eight bottles of Coke, <laughs> and you're just kind of <laughs> judging them in your heart. That's I'm, terrible. I'm genuinely, I don't know if I've ever noticed what's in other people's trolleys. Oh, I hope I haven't planted some seed no. of evil in your heart. Don't there, worry. I, I more struggle with what's in my own trolley. I fight the, <laughs> I fight the chocolate aisle. Sometimes I just can't walk down it. So, <laughs> no, I yeah. just, <laughs> that's not my problem. <laughs> but also, one other final, uh, one other, one other final uh, point of news. Yes, A shout out that. to Taylor Jade, who mm-hmm. has said that she listens and plays Spider Solitaire at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. I'm impressed. I know. We're the perfect podcast for people who like to do something else while they're listening. That's exactly right. We don't grab <laughs> your what... whole attention, just part of it. <laughs> That's right. That's what we specialize in. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, Richard? Oh, I thought I'd share with you some kitchen cabinetry stories, Joe. Uh, mm. It's been so exciting. Um, if you know me, I'm I'm not big on the man skills, like um, around the house, <laughs> and uh, I was co- forced into being proficient in some man skills when um, the uh, our, our kitchen cabinet door fell off. Oh um, no! 
I was opening it and it's a big 1.2 meter door double sort of thing and it just went clunk onto the floor and um and uh yeah it needed to be fixed and so (laughs) i I went i I figured out that these new kitchen hinges and the first thing was the hinge section at the uh the large hardware store uh, for cabinets is just insane i went there thinking like i'll just get another hinge no there's about 50 different types of hinges yeah um and then i'll then I realized, oh, I need to put in another hinge, to be honest. Everyone's saying you need a, an extra hinge. And so I had to buy something called a Forstner drill bit and make this 35-millimeter cavity inside the cabinet oh. door, oh. insert in a hinge, and then somehow line those up with the hinge plates or whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> and it was just uh, so probably four hours work, you know, me oh, yeah. going back and forth to the hardware store, getting things wrong, measuring, remeasuring, yeah. um, turning things upside down. And, but finally it went into place and <gasps> it was just so satisfying. Like the little hinges clicked, it lined up, uh, and, um, the door yeah, is working again. I, I was just amazed. Then I went, I was so excited. I went looking around the kitchen for other cabinets that needed adjusting <laughs> or updating or, new hinges and Does this uh, need an extra hinge perhaps because i'm ready to that's put an right. extra hinge yeah so i've uh yeah gone around and 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 just yeah suddenly into kitchen cabinetry and so i need to walk away now before it gets out of hand but next step you'll be going into the laundry and the bathroom yeah, yeah. and the ensuite yeah yeah so that that was a happy time and i should apologize for calling it man skills it's just human skills joe anyone can <laughs> Anyone can do this, but yeah, uh, it's one of those things. Um, I never know, but whenever I go into a hardware store, I've realised it's it's just better to lay the cards on the table. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like maybe I should try and act like I know a little bit because I've YouTubed it a bit. Yeah, now I kind of just often go in and I find someone and I say, "I have no idea what I'm doing. Here's what I've got. Can you help me find a solution?" And they're like, "Yes." And <laughs> where in other shops, I say, "No, no, I can work it out." I just never yep. pretend to work it out in hardware store. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fair strategy. No, that's good. So, um, uh, yeah, that's my story. How about uh, Bible time, Joe? What's uh, well, been going up in the Bible for you? Well, I found myself in a. I, I've come back to a place I come to every so often, which mm-hmm. is, um, I call it. I I come off the boil. I get a bit overwhelmed by life, and yeah. um, we did this personality test. I can't remember what it's called in staff meeting. Which was that? The one where we had to talk about tenacity. Uh, the widget one? The widget one. Anyway, yeah. talked about Patrick Lencioni's book. Yeah, one. Patrick Lencioni. Turns out that's not a strength of mine, and that's burnt <laughs> out in my life. I, I get a bit flustered by things. Mm-hmm. And so I woke up this morning having grinded my teeth and had a nightmare about some work stuff, and I thought, okay, this is when I need to remember God is sovereign because I'm forgetting yeah. that. Whenever I get overwhelmed, I forget God's bigness and I think it, everything I'm not doing looms large. Yeah. So one of my go-tos with that is um, – is Job 38 to 42. Um, oh, yeah. Wonderful. I love reading it. And there's a particular part mm. I'm going to read to us. But yeah, um, for anyone who's reading or listening along, basically Job is this really interesting discussion between a man and his mates uh, about the man's situation, life situation, Job. Mm. And he's faced suffering upon suffering. He's had such awful things happen. And they're trying to account for it. He's this righteous guy and they're trying to account for why has – these, this series of awful events happened, um, surely it's sin. So surely you've, you've been unrighteous. And what I think God is trying to teach us is how to understand suffering with his perspective on it. And um, mm. 
Yeah. Would you would you agree with that summary? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think that's great, Joe. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Job 38 to 42, I'm just going to read. Um, he Essentially, basically, Job is is being spoken to by God out of the storm. So mm. he and his mates have chatted for ages and then God's like, right, I'm now going to speak to Job. And so he speaks out of a storm and he says in verses, chapter 38, verse 1 and 2, then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you. You shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. And I get started reading that when I need to be reminded that yeah. like who who is Job to um to have such um to act as if he has such knowledge and to um yeah have but to be shown he's he's essentially being shown that he has no knowledge and mm. um is being questioned by God. And I need to read it because I need to remember where was I when the the earth's foundations were laid? Oh that's right. I wasn't there. <laughs> There's a <laughs> yeah. sovereign God who's done so much more than um, I can imagine. Um, but the actual one that really gets me, the, mm-hmm. this, that's the, the context. But the thing yeah. I love that often pops into my head, and I don't know why, is chapter 39, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the mount- till, months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? They crouch down and bring forth their young. Their labor pains are ended. Their young thrive and grow strong in the wilds. They leave and do not return. I don't know why, but thinking about mountain goats mm-hmm. who do not live in Australia, somewhere else, God being mindful of them giving birth yeah, blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it always makes wow. me think. My next thought is always, whoa. God is a profound creator and so control, like in control over everything. I can yeah. trust him. That it, it, literally, I just need to remind myself of the mountain goats. There's something about them that's grabbed hold of me. That's and, so cool. Yeah, something speaks to you. Were there mountain goats? Are there, are there mountain goats on, on your property in <laughs> no, Roma? We no, we definitely are anti-goat in the Clark I would, family. Would think so. <laughs> but um, but, there's something there's something amount like amazing about an animal giving birth and God being aware of that because yeah, it's such yeah. a to me, it, the li- life goes on without knowing those things. But, yeah. Um, it, it shows me the scope and the depth of his knowledge of the world. And so when yeah. I feel distressed and worried about little things in my life, they be- well, they become little things in my life when I look at yeah. things like this because it, they were looming large before. Yeah. I really yeah. like the way that your instinct in, uh, yeah, when life is getting big is to go back to the Bible and mm. to have a, favorite part of the bible and yeah to read that and let's let god's word speak to you yeah well it's not all godly it's not all godly richard sometimes i just am like i can't be bothered to read something to learn i just want to read something i want to read so i do have to (laughs) i do have to manage those emotions yeah i I think i got too busy yesterday i didn't read my bible and that's why i was so stressed because i didn't read my bible didn't lift my eyes and so today i woke up feeling worried uh, because i hadn't had that dose of thinking about God's perspective about my life. Yeah. I mean, it's not always a one-for-one one thing, but I do think when I'm in God's word more, I manage my emotions better. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, Job's such a great place to go. I've gone, gone there myself at other times, mm. yeah, when mm. it's big. But, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Take it. love it. 
Yeah. So I recommend if you haven't read Job 38 to 42, go have a, go have a look at it. It's fascinating. Mm. Um, but Richard, you've been thinking about forgiveness. Again, oh, we've, yes. we're coming back to it. Oh, I know, yeah. It's, I think it's good. a theme for me. I, I have an interest in forgiveness and, yeah, what, want to read stuff when I can and learn stuff when I can. So I heard this book recommended on another podcast. Um, it's called uh, Forgiving What You Can't Forget uh, by uh, a lady called Lisa Turkust. It's a hard one to pronounce, T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's about uh, the subtitle is Discover How to Move On, Make Peace with Painful Memories and Create a Life That's Beautiful Again. Whoa. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll have a read of that. And so uh, now she's a um, yeah, lady. I think she leads a ministry called Proverbs 31 Ministries or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and she's written previous books, apparently I haven't read, uh, where she, she's shared quite openly about um her husband um, ha- having an affair and mm. them kind of re- reconciling and, and the marriage is back on track and stuff. But mm. she's well qualified to speak about the question of forgiveness mm. and uh, what she's doing here is, yeah, just trying to help people, um, yeah, with uh, forgiveness and particularly forgiveness of like really uh, heavy stuff, mm. uh, really big stuff. Mm. And uh, so, uh, as a, yeah, it is probably feels like it was probably written to women who have strong emotions. Okay. Um, and so, so I was, I think when she, you know, addressed the reader as sister or something, I, I felt like, oh, I feel <laughs> like well, maybe this is not 100% for me. But um, I, And I, I have emotions, Joe, but I probably, you know, I don't cry many days at all. Maybe so you a couple of times. Everything. <laughs> so when she's saying, you know, sister, sit with me and let's share our tears, like I, you know, sort of just <laughs> keep moving along there. But that didn't stop me from getting heaps out of the book and, mm. and learning heaps. So um, what she really does well is, like, just so much empathy like she, and so much honesty. She's not coming as a as a, an expert, a superior person or anything like that. Mm. So much empathy and honesty, so much this is the real world kind of stuff uh, and a, but a good mix of real challenges to forgiveness as well. Mm. And so... Uh, I thought, look, I'll just read a few quotes that I that I got Great. good stuff out of. So she says, forgiveness isn't something hard we have the option to do or not do. Forgiveness is something hard one that we have the opportunity to participate in. Ooh. So she's very uh, pro-encouraging us there. Mm. Um, she shares a couple of quotes from C.S. Lewis, which I love, which I didn't know. Uh, this one is, everyone says forgiveness is a lovely idea until they have something to forgive. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Mm, um, yes. <laughs> here's a good quote about the process of forgiveness. She says, um, I only needed to bring my willingness to forgive, not the fullness of all my restored feelings. Uh, and that was so hopeful. Yeah, so helpful just that, you know, take that step. It's a process. It's not you don't arrive with completion. So what she's trying um, to argue there is don't don't think that if you're trying to forgive something huge, that you should immediately be able to forgive it in one, one click of the yeah. finger or something. Yeah, yeah, But instead that's right. have that heart, that that pray for that heart to forgive and pray for forgiveness in that way as a yeah. way to step into the process of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. Mm, wow. I'll, I'll share one more. It was really good. Um, C.S. Lewis quote again. This is talking about sort of how 
hardships change us. She sa- he says, like, imagine you're like a, a building, there's a renovation due, and you think you're the owner of the building. You think, oh, just, just a few little spots of paint here, a little tidy up here and there. And then God comes in and starts knocking down walls. <laughs> 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 and that's, that's what some of the big stuff is, uh, is like. And so. Yeah. And isn't that um, a relief to hear someone name? I imagine people who are listening, and I think the same, of what I've observed of forgiveness when you need, a, you need to forgive something really big. That it is, yeah. it does feel that painful. It feels that significant to yeah, yeah. have this huge thing you have to work on. And so it's nice to have that named. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I'm all, it's got a little bit to go. There's a, a chapter on a whole heap of Bible verses that's oh. at the end, interestingly, rather than the beginning. So I'm looking forward to reading, yeah, a bit more Bible content there mm. and some frequently asked questions. But, um, yeah, I think this would be a helpful book for anyone uh, thinking through forgiveness and especially anyone with like heavy, some heavy stuff. Um, yeah, wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's really wrestling. So that's what I've been reading. Oh, that sounds good. Wow. Well, great recommendation. I'm loving the work you're doing on forgiveness and I think um, I'm going to benefit from that because I read your other one, the other one you recommended, and I found it really oh, yeah. good, the short yeah, one cool. by um, Jay Marsden. And so yeah. we might put the links for both of those books in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Good idea. Mm. Now, Richard, we have to tell everyone our exciting news. Let's tell them, Joe. Okay. So Reach Australia is an organisation that is all about seeing um, like-minded Christians um, grow in their faith by seeing thousands and thousands of healthy, multiplying evangelistic churches across Australia. That's their big vision and that's me reading their vision and I love it. I love that picture. Essentially what they're on about is doing great work coaching leaders of churches and doing church assessments as well as supporting church planting. Um, And they contacted us a little while ago and said, hey, do you want to be part of our podcast network? And Richard and I were deeply flattered and said yes. (laughs) But also we (laughs) think it's a great idea. Um, We love what Reach Australia is on about. And so if you are interested, why not um, check on the show notes or Google Google Reach Australia, go find out what they do. Um, They've got a great resources link page, but also you can listen to their um, they've got a few other podcasts that they've got going on about church planting, church ministry. They're really good. We'll probably listen to some in the future and recommend some episodes and stuff like that. Mm. But um, you'll be hearing more and more about Reach Australia over the time um, you know, as we continue to podcast. But, yeah, Reach Australia, we love them and we're glad to be working with them. Indeed. Mm. All righty. Well, that's all we have time for today. We've been talking yes. kitchen, at cab- kitchen cabinery, cabinet tree, I should say that clearly, and Royal Galas, as well as Job and Forgiving when it's yeah. hard. Fantastic it's conversation. Thanks, mm. Joe. I will I'll, talk to you uh, next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Sounds good. Bye.